Coach Pease, good to see you. Hope that things are well this morning. Everything's great. Great to see you guys. Eight and three against eight and three. Browns and Titans. Here we go, Paul. Big weekend. Big one. What uh, it's, they, they are offensively trying to do the same thing the Titans are trying to do, and obviously it starts, uh, starts with their running backs. I, I imagine you would start game planning for this by looking at Nick Chubb. Absolutely. It's going to be Chubb and Hunt, and mostly Chubb. But, you know, Hunt's a good change-up runner, and he did a good job while Chubb was out. But they, they really want to run the ball. That's what they're built for. That's what the quarterback's built for. Uh, been, you know, it's been very successful for him so far. So I can't see him changing now. Chubb does a nice job of breaking tackles and they, and they, their, their run game is, is similar to the Titans inside trap, inside and outside zone, one cut and hit it some counter, but not a lot. So detail for us, what we'll see from the run game of Cleveland on Sunday. Well, really they are kind of an off tackle an inside run team. Like I say, they're, they're, their offensive line is really built for zone run because they're not real big. This is not a real big offensive line. This is an athletic offensive line, which is really good for the zone run game. And they'll run some counters. And I'm not saying they won't take it outside on a toss or something like that, but that's really not what they want to do. They want to get Chubb going north and south. The other thing about it is it's going to be different than what it's been in the last few weeks. They are going to give you a bunch of multiple tight end groups with two tight ends, three tight ends, which that lends to the running game. And so we could end up being in a lot more base defense that we've played all year, which means we won't be playing with five defensive backs, a nickel back. So that, that's going to be a little different. Last week, they were, they were two, three tight ends a lot. And so it it's kind of looks like that's the way they kind of want to go. Coach, are, are the Browns what you would call a patient running team? And, and what I mean by that, are they a team that's going to stick with it throughout, even if they don't have some early success in the run game? Yeah, I think unless they get really down. I mean, if you get down by a couple different score, you know, a couple scores, then that happens. But absolutely, that's a good point, Chad, is that they are a patient running team. I think that's what they this new offensive coach has really done a great job, I think, of playing to their strengths. It, you, you know, we want to, number one, we got to stop the run. Number two, you want to keep the quarterback, Mayfield, you want to keep him in the pocket. They are a boot and waggle play action team. That's what he does. He can see the field. He also kind of restrict what he's got to look as far as keys when you boot pass. There's only a couple routes. He doesn't have to figure out my first read, second read, third read like he did last year. They were a drop back, wanted to be a big, you know, hey, here we are you know, pro offense, drop back team. That's not what they were. And this guy's done a great job of playing to their offensive strengths. You mentioned the tight end game, Coach. That Their offensive linemen look like big tight ends. You, you mentioned that the, the way they're built. Jack Conklin is the biggest offensive lineman on the Cleveland roster. What stands out to you up front, and who do they remind you of? Well, I tell you what, when, when we used to play Denver, when they always had a great tailback and for years and years and years, you know, and they, the guy was back there in the home position and they hand the ball off on zone runs. That's what they remind me. Of. I used to walk out and look at their offensive line Denver's before a game and say, these guys look like tight ends. They, they're, they, they don't have any gut. <laughs> they're not big. They're not fat. I mean, they look very athletic. And that kind of is what Cleveland looks like. I mean, they're not – 
big in terms of, I mean, they're 300 pounds, but they're not 330, 340, big tackles that are 350. You know, they're very athletic, which tells you that they, they come off the ball. They're not going to power you off the ball. They're going to be able to run zone scheme, cut you on the backside and do that kind of stuff. And, and that's, you know, and get downfield and get to the second level and block linebackers. That, that's what they do. Kareem Hunt is a great changeup. How are the Browns different when he's in? I know the scheme is the same, but the style is different. Well, he, he's kind of a cut and can go anywhere type guy. He's, he, I think he's a little faster than Chubb. Chubb is a kind of a one cut. I want to see the hole and I want to get downhill and run through somebody and break tackles. Hunt's a little bit more of a changeup guy where he's going to change direction. Everybody's got to be alert on the backside because he could come all the way back. Uh, they do a pretty good job in the screen game with Hunt. You know, he, did, he does a great job. He did a good job while Chubb was out, but this is even better now that he can come in there and kind of give Chubb a break and also make it different for the uh, defense to kind of, you know, different kind of running back, different style. Would, would seem with all this uh, ability to run with the backs that there would be opportunities for the quarterback to go as well. But Mayfield is being more of a pocket passer. Uh, is he consciously trying not to run? I, yeah, I think so, Paul. But I, I kind of say that I don't know that he wants to be a pocket passer. I really think what he wants, if you watch him drop back, it's a quick game. They don't really want to be, I don't think, a drop-back team. You watched last week. I mean, he boots right and left, and he really, when you get him out of the pocket, yeah, he is a threat to run. I don't think they want him to run. I think they want him to stay healthy. They got good running backs, so why do you need a quarterback to run? I think they want to get him out of the pocket, get him on the move. It reduces the field. It reduces the number of things he has to look at. He's not a big guy, so when you push the pocket and then drop back, you get your hands up. I mean, it's hard for him to see. When you get him out on the perimeter, it's not hard for him to see. And really with Beckham uh, out, I mean, it's not like, okay, we got to get all this drop back stuff in to get him the ball. Landry's going to be open on boot passes too, because he's going to be running the over routes, the comebacks if he's outside, you know, and then they got the, you know, the, the, the tight end in there, uh, you know, 81 Hooper that, that he's a good job on the boot passes too. So with all these tight end sets, it really lends itself to making Mayfield a better quarterback because they can boot and play action. Mayfield has run a reasonable amount, 32 times. He's not hurting anybody. His average, 2.4 yards in a wow. attempt. <laughs> that surprises the yeah. heck out of me. Yeah, I don't think, you know, that's all I think the Titans are probably going to be worried about is just trying to contain him on the boot pass so he doesn't have all day out there on the perimeter to throw. I don't think they're as concerned if he drops back, him taking off and, and running. I, I just not like guys that we have faced so far this year. Dean P's with us, presented by toyosclinic.com. When Logan Ryan was on the show over the previous seasons, Coach, he would tell us his favorite matchup was Jarvis Landry, even dating back when it was the, the Patriots and the Dolphins played. And he would mention this, for instance, the season opener in Miami prior to Jarvis Landry leaving and coming to uh, Cleveland. I, I'm curious um, what Desmond King is in for. What's the physicality for Jarvis Landry to his overall game? Well, that's what it's going to be is, is, you know, part of the reason probably Logan really liked it too, is guys like to go against other guys who are competitive. 
this guy's a, com a competitor. I mean, he fights you now in there and he'll block you. And he is a really good football player and was at Miami. We played him all the time when I was even with the Ravens. And we, he was a number one priority. He's, those are the kind of guys you want to go against. And you're going to have to be physical with him because he's going to be physical with you. So it's, it, I think King's a good matchup. I think if he goes outside and we happen to have uh, uh, our corners on him, I don't think that's a bad thing. But I think King's a good matchup in the slot. But that's one of the things they're going to do with him, too, is the fact that when you go with multiple tight ends, he won't be in the slot. He'll now be an outside receiver. Your inside slot is the guy who's really going to be your tight end. So we're going to have to do a good job matching up against the tight ends, too. Well, you, you mentioned the multiple tight ends, and they can have four tight ends active on game day, uh, and they have in some cases. They even carry a fullback on their active roster. Does that force the Titans to play more base defense than nickel this week? Absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're, this is not a team. There's some teams that you play multiple tight ends and you just treat the second tight end like he's a wide receiver, you know, and, and so you can go ahead and play nickel and still you, you really treat it like it's three wides. That won't be the case this week. This week, they'll, they'll treat the tight ends like this is the running game. That's what they got to stop first. And those multiple tight ends are in there to help run the ball. I'm not saying they're going to run it every time when they're in there, they're going to play action pass and do some things. But you're going to have to stop the run, and that I, I see us playing a lot more base defense this week. Talk to us about the mechanics of the green dot. We know Compton has it, but that they're playing long as well. So is long equipped with it also, and uh, it's just whichever one of them is in is doing the calls? As long as you don't have two green dots in at the same time, you can't have that. You're only allowed to have one. Before the game, you have to designate which three players you want to have the green dot. Then you designate them, and then none of those two, none of those three can be in at the same time. So Compton looks like what they're doing is using on, on early downs, Compton's getting making the calls. And then the second thing is then if Long comes in, um, he may have the green dot or they may just be signaling. I don't know. You know, it, it's I mean, Rashawn could have the green dot. He just can't wear it at the same time Compton's wearing it. So, like, if Compton got hurt, it could end up going to Rashawn. They could have him then be the signal caller. I, I don't know. All I know is I saw Compton with it last week. But when Long comes in, he could have it, or they could just be signaling if he's coming in only for third down. Do some of these guys have multiple helmets? Because I know it's a big deal that they want a guy in the same helmet all the time. Yeah, they do. Uh, for example, like if, if Rashawn, let's say the Compton went down and they wanted Rashawn to call the defense, there's another helmet on the sideline that's Rashawn's helmet with a green dot on it. Okay. So, yeah, do all the guys that have the green dot or can possibly have the green dot have a second helmet. And R Rashawn's kind of playing multiple roles that make it would make it hard for him to be the green dot guy. Yeah, he could he could do it. It's just if you got a guy that can do it like Will Compton, why not have him do it and take it off of Rashawn's plate? Because what Rashawn does is he's playing Mike linebacker in regular defense. He's playing Mike linebacker in nickel defense. And then when we go to sub, he goes what we call a buck linebacker, which now he's kind of part of the rush sometimes. So he's got multiple roles. So when a guy like that has multiple roles, if you can take something off of his plate, why not do it? And I think that's probably what 
Mike and Shane and those guys are thinking is, hey, Compton's got one role. He's going to go in there and play will linebacker and base defense and maybe a little bit nickel and on early downs. So that's his role. And Will has also been around the league a long time and been around football a long time, a little longer than what Rashawn has. So that experience also of calling defenses, you know, it's just, it's just easier and it's good for everybody. The keys for Dean Pease this week for the Titans against Cleveland, stop the run with Nick Chubb, make Mayfield drop back instead of allowing him to boot left or right throughout this game. And you say the third key coach is to watch the third down yardage. The Browns want it third and short and extremely short in some cases because of that run game. Well, you know, if you look at even our offense and let's just kind of compare a little bit. Okay, when we had such a great running game, how many, other than probably because of a penalty, how many times do we end up in third and long? Well, that's great. I mean, you can tell, I can tell you, Arthur Smith loves that. Tannehill loves that. You know, you want to be third and three, third and four or less. And if you're that, the pressure's on the defense, man. Do you call man? Do I call zone? You know, it, it's hard now to stop on third and three and third and four. You want those third and seven, third and eight. Well, Cleveland aren't in a lot of third and seven and third and eights because they can run the ball so well. So the key for us is that first key is stop the run, get them into third and long and make Mayfield be a pro quarterback in the pocket. And I, that is not where they want to be. Trust me. Odell Beckham Jr. is injured. He's not returning this season to the Browns, but it seems as though they're more balanced because they're not for lack of a better way of phrasing this, forcing the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. for design plays to keep him happy. And is that accurate or is that overblown? Well, it just depends. I mean, the only people that could answer that would be the Cleveland Browns is what, what, you know, the, how it affects them. But the thing of it is when you got a dynamic receiver like that, you know, you're going to have to get him some touches in the game. And to get him some touches in the game is probably not going to be boot and waggle and then running the ball all the time. The other thing is now that they're playing multiple tight ends, you only got two receivers in the game. And I know it could be Beckham and Landry, but, you know, he's a he's a receiver that really fits well in 11 personnel where there's multiple receivers in the game, kind of hard to double him and do all that kind of stuff. Not hard to double him when there's only two receivers in the game. So I think with him out, yeah, they probably relied on the run more, the play action more. Landry is, hey, he's doing a fantastic job. So they probably are more balanced with him out. Uh, that's not saying anything negative to him. It's just the fact that, you know, when he's in there, you, I mean, you got a guy like that, you, 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 know, you want to get him the ball. So we would see Logan Ryan blitz a lot with your defense. Kenny Vaccaro is is picked up that role, and uh, it seems like he's really enjoying it. He's moving up to play some some linebacker from the safety role some. But you, you say he's really off to a, a, a solid season this year. I really think he is. I think Kenny's playing as good as I've seen him play, and I think they're using him in the right way. Absolutely. They're using him as what they call a money linebacker in the sub package. Logan always blitzed from the nickel spot. Kenny's kind of blitzing from the linebacker spot. It doesn't make any difference. He's effective. He's aggressive. He's tackling well. Uh, then he goes back and plays safety. I, I just think they're using him very, very well. And I think he's really kind of, you know, I think you can tell he's excited to kind of play the role because I can I watch him, you know, when I'm watching the game. And I can tell he's excited to be up there and doing some things they're asking him to do. Christian Fulton's going to get back in the mix here at some point. 
uh, Breon Borders is, has done pretty good work and helped the the defensive resurgence. So if if you're in that position, Fulton's got speed that the Titans are lacking at corner. What do you do when he's back in the mix? Well, I think what you got to do, Paul, is you just got to base it on the week. You know, he's coming back. Those guys watch him. I, I couldn't tell you what I would do right now with him because I haven't seen him practice this week. But I would say that what, you know, Mike and Shane and the staff will do is it'll be depend on who practices. They may play them both. They may alternate them. I don't know. They may play one on third down, the other one on first and second down based on if the guy's a little better tackler or whatever. But I think it's probably all going to be based on how they practice this week, and then they'll make that decision. And the speed element, too, is what you get back with Fulton. But it doesn't sound like you have to worry about the the true speed elements that so many offenses possess with this Browns group. Am I right there in thinking that? You can run. I mean, there's no receiver yeah. in the league that can't run. But as long as you just keep them in front of you and, and don't let them get on top. I don't think this the passing game here doesn't scare me. The drop back passing game doesn't scare me as long as you just don't let them get on top. Uh, I think, you know, they're going to live on the, on the first and second down pass. They don't want to be in a lot of third down pass. I think he wants to get the ball out quick. The offensive line, you can, you can bull rush this offensive line a little bit because they're not very big. I mean, you get Jeffrey Simmons on some of these guys inside, he's going to walk them back to the quarterback. Now I'm telling you. So they don't want that. You know, they, he can push the pocket, him and Daquan. we got some guys that can push the pocket on. They're, they're inside three are not big, and so relatively speaking. And so I just think that, uh, yeah, as long as we don't let these guys get on top, I think we'll be all right in the passing game. Coach Dean Pease presented by Toyo's Clinic. Dr. Rolando Toyo's, Nashville's top doc for LASIK and Smile Online, toyosclinic.com. Coach, thank you as always. Enjoy the weekend. We love having you on each Friday. Hey, I enjoy it. Thank you for having me. Dean Thanks, T. with us. And if you missed a portion of that, if you're jumping in and out of the show, uh, it's always podcasted online afterwards at 1045thezone.com, midday180.com, or download the podcast wherever you get your podcast on your mobile device. Dean P's with us. Again, presented by Flapless LASIK at Toyo's Clinic. This is the Midday 180 delivered by Adley's Barbecue on 1045 The Zone. 